who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose and Angel is on the road, stuck on the L.A. freeway. But next to me right now, filling in for the time being, is... Oh, I missed your... There it is. Oh, Jeff Johnson, your lovely voice guy is here. <laughs> the, so good to be back in the garage. The real Jeff Johnson, if you recognize his voice, he's the first voice you ever heard when you tuned in to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, he is the opening voice and that the voiceover right. guy. That's right. So he's sitting in until Angel gets here, and he's going to be joining with us throughout the show. But we are so happy to have you tonight. Another fantastic show as we broadcast live from Theo Luis's Garage on TwinTalkCast.com. We also do it on the largest internet radio network. That's Live 365. Tonight... Fantastic show as we invite for the third time on our show, Daniel Bambata Marley. Yes, yes, one of the Marley offspring uh, artists in his own right uh, is going to be with us talking to us about his new track and also what else he's doing, performing, uh, where he's performing, so you can go check him out. He has a show coming up this week um, and he's going to talk about that. So stay tuned for that. Also, like we do every Tuesday night, and uh, Jeff Johnson knows this because I happen to think that they had a little trist before. But anyway, uh, <laughs> our friend, multimedia journalist, girl with the pink headphones from NBC and Telemundo every week. She does the news and dirty laundry tonight. What do you have lined up for us tonight? I don't know when that rumor will ever die, but Jeff Johnson and I never had a thing. I don't know who started that rumor. Who started I it? I started it. I'll own up. I started it. <laughs> Moving on. Tonight on News and Dirty Laundry, a surprise found in a Delaware daycare that shocked parents and police. I'll tell you what that was that they found out there. Also, a 78-year-old panhandler got quite a yelling by a man who gave her money. I'll tell you why he was so upset. And a famous actor allegedly confessed to child molestation. Who that was and how he got caught. All that and more coming up on News and Dirty Laundry. I got to tell you, that is crazy. That is crazy. I heard a little bit about that. We got. I can't wait to talk about that. I want to hear the details because, my goodness, that is just... So stay tuned to the news and dirty laundry as Jackie does it every week because only we have Jackie Casas. We're honored that Jackie is with us every and week. Her laundry is dirty. <laughs> See, I told you. <laughs> also, tonight, uh, I want to let you guys know that um, I'm going to be having my Patriot Pass, and that is the segment in the show. The segment in the show where I have an opportunity to rant regarding whatever strikes my fancy. And tonight, I'm going to take on gay marriage. It's not what you think, folks. 
It's not what you think. In the meantime, also my brother Angel's going to be dropping a chill lounge. Is that correct, Angel? Yes, I am. Uh, uh, at the end of our show, the chill lounge, uh, like at the end of any show, so stick around. And I'm almost there. <laughs> Uh, two blocks away, guys. All right, come on in, brother. The garage door is closed. Give us a knock. Well, uh, you guys sound great. All right, man. Thanks. Anyway, that's my brother. He's just stuck in the traffic, but apparently he's close by. Did you miss the traffic, Jay, when you went uh, down to uh, Mexico? Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Johnson, our voiceover guy, went to Mexico. He had tickets to go to Cabo with, right. with the impending hurricane. That's right. And I remember we spoke... The day before, yep. I heard that that hurricane was going to hit. Yeah. And I go, shit. The day the hurricane hit, I was monitoring the news and weather <laughs> reports all night long, and I was thinking, I'm going to have to end up canceling this trip. And I had to cancel the trip, but ended up in Puerto Vallarta, and probably the best thing that could have happened. Awesome. Puerto Vallarta. It's more awesome tro- experience. More tropical than, um, than Cabo. Yeah. Um, and um, more lush and a little bit closer to the heartland of Mexico. Yeah, you get the real authentic Mexico there. Have you really been like to, that? Have you been to Puerto? Jackie? No, I've never been actually. Um, but Jeff Johnson made it seem so exciting. It is exciting. His little <laughs> adventures. But no, I've never been to that part. You know, of maybe, you know, I'm, I'm actually t- thinking about making a movie out of it. <laughs> really? I've actually started to write something well, based and, on this trip. Maybe you'll take Jackie. On your honeymoon? Oh, Lord, no. <laughs> Do you know how much I wish I could smack him in the head so many times with the things he says, but unfortunately, I could get in trouble Ladies you know, and gentlemen, with the law? It is just a rumor. <laughs> Even though I might suspect that's only a rumor that I started, and I admit <laughs> mm-hmm. I started it. But you're actually writing a movie about cop. I mean, uh, Puerto Vallarta. I'm thinking about it. I've started to, you know, put some things together. Is it together. like a spring ba- break adventure? No, you type know what? Movie? It would be it's it better. Like a- it's better than a spring break type movie because it, it's it's more love it, in Mexico. It's just deeper than just going to parties and you know having drinks on the beach. Like there's actually a storyline to it. Jeff, I think Jeff had a revelation out in Mexico. I think he had like a like a. Like uh, a, an epiphany. There you go, an epiphany. Yes. I, you know what? I, I I could agree with that. Amongst the karaoke bars and yeah, the karaoke bars, and scuba diving. Yeah, what was your epiphany in Mexico? Uh, Which was your first that he trip loves to Mexico? Mexican women. <laughs> well, that too. I have, I've been saying that for as long as I've been watching you guys. Um, I don't know. I think it just I think it just reminded me of how happy I am when I go and travel to all these exotic places and how much I love traveling, how passionate I am about it. And I think, you know, in the future, I want to do more with it. Like, I want to eventually make that my job. I got to tell you, very good. I got to tell you something, Jeff. I'm really proud of you. In a very short period of time, you've made your, 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 you've made your, your place in the industry. And uh, you also have a place in, in, a, in the Twin Pyre. But I've seen you come up. Yeah. And I'm really proud of that. And another thing that makes me proud of you is the fact that you say, you know what? I'm going to go travel. And Jackie, too. I see the two of you youngsters. You're taking the... Jackie just came from Thailand. Mm-hmm. You know? Except Jackie brings skiffs every time. Anyway. <laughs> you know, you guys, that, that, that makes me really proud. Because yeah. I didn't go that route. I was young. I had a kid young. I didn't do that. And that's what I've always wanted for my children. Yeah. 
You know, so now you are my children. Well, it's interesting because I remember <laughs> I, I remember a point in time where I thought I would never get to do those things because I didn't have the money, I didn't have the means to do it. And it wasn't that long ago, right? And it wasn't that long ago. I mean, I've been here, what, four and a half years now. I've been in L.A., and, you know, it's been a crazy journey. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of ups and downs, but where I'm at right now is light years ahead of where I was when I first got here. And, uh, you know, just being able to do those things is a huge blessing. I mean, I never thought I'd get to see the the Great Wall of China and mm-hmm. some of the other places I visited. So, you know, I just want to keep doing it, and I'm really passionate about it. I love it. And like I said, I'm, I'm going to be your, your travel connoisseur pretty soon. I like that. You know, the, the, the you could do the blogging or, in the, or your own show. Or yeah. The, I like that idea. That's and I always thing. end up with these crazy stories when I travel that could be made into movies. That's why I'm working yeah, on this Puerto Vallarta thing because, you know, one day I could turn this into some type of little movie or something. I don't know how these weird things always happen to you, Jeff, while you're I traveling. Don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know why. It's like every time you come back from somewhere and you tell me these weird situations you put yourself in, I'm just like, how does... I don't why? know how it I happens. Where, how do you... What? What is it? Like, how... I, I love every part of it, though. <laughs> All I know is that he's got his background music. I think it's just—I so think it's just something about being away from home that just—I just open up and you know I don't—I don't care. You know I just kind of go out there and have fun. I don't have any. You're inspiring words. me. You hey, no pressure. Hey, you know? the, uh, hey uh, Johnson, I've been hearing listening about your 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 travels and yeah. I was and, and following you. Uh, I saw those awesome pictures. Eh, you didn't host any on one of those websites that Jackie talked about in the past, where all the celebrity leaks. Our app because you know I'm mm-hmm. not sure I want to run into one of those. No, no, I'm smarter than that. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, though, Jeff, uh, congratulations on your continued success. Thank but you. to refer what you were saying to not to be a dead horse because when the horse is dead, you get off. But um, <clears throat> that's just called a rut. It's just called a daily rut. Don't let it get to you. Yeah. The grind gets to people, and the good thing is that you and Jackie are taking your vacations. Yeah. You rejuvenate. You, you rejuvenate. You refuel. And you come back, your outlook changes, yeah. and then you're able to maybe steer that rut in a different direction so that you get more out of it. And more exactly. Out of it. So don't let it get you down. I think we're, we're, we're both recognize how lucky we are to be able to do these things, and I think we appreciate it because we, I mean, I've, I know Jeff for, since he's been here, and we both have a background where we didn't have that. capability to travel we didn't have those means within our families Mm -hmm. to kind of you know see the world so the cool thing is that we see the world but we also appreciate it yeah we see the world we appreciate it we appreciate the blessing we also don't forget where we come from yeah and appreciate what you got even on a daily basis even the daily grind yeah how's Mm -hmm. that Mm because without the daily grind you can't travel and do all these Mm -hmm. fun things so it's go ahead angel we're gonna say it's not that easy to appreciate it all the time, though. I mean, uh, you can forget. It's very easy. No, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely do. To forget where you hate the world, and you're like, oh yeah. my god, I hate these people. I hate this. I hate that. I it's take very things for easy. granted all the time. And then you it's get out, easy. and then you get out into the. And you uh, come back, and you're like, oh wow, I was taking yeah. life too serious. <laughs> or yeah. not. Or then sometimes when you go back and look at people that you know around you that don't have the means to do those things, like a lot of the people that that I grew up with, went right. to school with, that have never seen these types of places that I've gotten to see. Uh-huh. You know, it's a huge blessing because we came from the same place, but somehow our paths <laughs> differed, and I was able to do these things, and, and they weren't. Hey, right. man, you, you went know. to that spot over in Mexico where there's a big hole and there's a beach. The hidden beach. There, dude. Marietta's Island. I had no yeah. idea. I knew it was in Mexico somewhere, but I've seen it floating around on the website. Yeah, it's and- crazy. I saw it before I went down there, and I was like, I'm going to make sure I go there. So we took a boat out there. 
And it's like going from here to Catalina. It's like an hour and a half on the boat. Oh, it's you go an out island. There. It's an island. It's a little small island. And there's no cars or ports or anything like that. It's a protected area. So when you get off the boat, the boat lets you off about maybe three to 400 meters away from the island. You have to jump off the boat and swim to the island. <gasps> oh, my God. And then to get to the hidden beach, you have to swim through this underwater cavern, almost like a cave. And then as soon as you get through that, then you hit the hidden beach. I want to see, see it from the outside. I want to see Jeff Johnson in a scuba suit <laughs> with fins. There's Instagram pictures. Nice. I yeah, check it's, all, it's on Instagram. Oh, well, man. let check our listeners out. know where they can check them out. Real Jeff Johnson on Instagram. Follow Re- me, I'll follow back. Real Jeff Johnson is with us tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I also want to remind you all that you could chat us up on Facebook throughout the show. Look us up at, at Twin Talk Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Throughout the show, you could also give us a call at 626-275. To win. That's 626 626- Two seven five eight nine four six four six, and if you haven't noticed, my brother Angel is in the house now. I, I made it, eh? He's here. I did. I, what can I say? I got stuck in traffic, but even though I still appreciate, I do. Good. I do. I bottom line, I do appreciate, and especially since we can listen to Twin Talk on your Drive Three Sixty Five app. I was listening to you guys on the way in. Anyhow, it's time for your shoutouts because. My brother and I, we just want to give you a shout out and know that uh, that we appreciate you being there. I want to start off with the shout out for Michael Free Buju, uh, Green Something. Hey, what's up? Oh, shout out to you. Also, a shout out to Ava. Estás? What's up, Ava? Ava. Sa- uh, Samantha uh, Richard Borquez. Regina Falange. Hang in there. Keep pulling at it, okay? I mean, in a good way. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Tori Hope, Kenyon, and uh, also... Hey, what's up, Tori? Love you, baby. There you go. And I also want to give a shout-out to... You got any shout-outs? I want to give a shout-out to Leonard for Jay. You're a cool chick. Keep swimming. It's good for your health. Also want to give a shout-out to Sarah Fruman. Hang in there, babe. I know it's tough. want to give a shout-out to Dennis Lottie. You're a cool guy. Ran into you today. Thanks for listening. Give a shout out to who else? Stephanie Statton. I've been watching your stuff on Fox 11. Awesome chick. I saw her. I didn't know she was on Fox. I thought she was on NBC. She is. You know, she's... It's unique because freelancers don't usually cross freelance from one station to the next. But she's cool like that. She crossed over, huh? Yeah. No, she's crossed freelancing. She's doing NBC... And Fox. Can you believe that? Oh, wow. Oh, I didn't know she was doing both freelance. I thought she left NBC. She, I thought she left NBC. She is still going to be with, in other words, when the voice happens, uh, for when we start doing the voice again in about two weeks. She'll be back over there. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's great. Without losing her standing at Fox. So, awesome. So if she wears the same outfit on NBC and then on Fox, does that mean she's cross-dressing? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, there's your shout-out, Stephanie Stanton. Also, uh, uh, a quick uh, shout-out to the crew from Friday. Eh? That was a co- awesome get-together with the people from the Halle. Uh, uh, Ruben, uh, Pancho, uh, Andrew, Angel Ray, uh, Nena, Jessica, and the guest of honor, Omar, have a good time at your new job, Holmes. Your job, uh, your job. Anyways, there's your shout-outs. Brought to you by Aladdin's <laughs> Junior. Uh, Aladdin's Junior, um, uh, what is it? A cuisine and uh, concert venue, Mediterranean cuisine and concert venue in the city of Pomona on 2nd Street. Uh, just go to Aladdin's Junior the 2nd in Pomona. We'll be right back with Daniel Bambata Marley and, of course, the news and dirty laundry. Shoo!
Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T Uverse. Tune in. Hey, everyone. This is Melissa Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T Uverse. Tune in. Hug a twin today. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Yeah, welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. That was Jeff Johnson's voice right there. And yes, we got, it was. And we got the real <laughs> Jeff Johnson right here with us. Hey, uh, so the, hey, I, I, uh, did we talk about last week's show? No, we haven't. I okay. did choose, tease this week's show, but talk about last week's show. Okay, last week, and as you guys know, we at, at the coolest website there is there, TwinTalkCast.com. That's our, our website because, you know, it's part of the uh, Twiniverse and all that kind of stuff. Uh, anyways, uh, you can get all our podcasts. So uh, just go on to TwinTalkCast.com and look at our latest podcast or click uh, previous podcast to see all the history of our podcast there. But uh, we had a call in, didn't we? We had Eleanor Goldfield Sweet from Revolution Rooftop Revolutionary. She called in to talk about what's going on with this new event that's going to be happening it's so big and special and important that they're planning it a year in advance, and she wanted to talk about that. We also played one of her tracks, so check it out. Awesome track. I mean, awesome interview. also want to invite you all to listen tonight at uh, 9.05 tonight on the TwinTalkCast.com radio network because uh, every week after the show, our show is... Tales from the Sunset Strip with Willie Bass. He's going to have Ernie C. from Body Count. Remember Body Count? Cop Killer? Yeah, the, Ice T? Uh-huh, the, the kind of the metal uh, rap band or something like that? Yeah, they were a punk band slash uh, rap, and uh, that was that big, big, big um, notoriety during the uh, late early 90s when Ice-T was singing with them and rapping about Cop Killer. Uh, you know, a Sony exec lost his job over that. Really? Yeah, isn't it funny? Times have changed over that song because he signed that band and then they were promoting That wouldn't it. happen, though. Dave, it wouldn't would happen they? anymore. I think there should be executives that, uh, that lose their job for Justin Bieber, man. I hear you. And, um, but anyway, <laughs> I want to take this opportunity also to let you guys all know that we are expanding the Twin Talk cast world. Uh, Theo Luis's Garage is adding radio shows and content. And we want to invite you all. Do you think you got what it takes to be in Theo Luis's Garage? Do you have your own cool, edgy show that fits in this garage? Do you have something you want to say or play and you want to do it in Theo Luis's Garage? We want to give you an opportunity to do that. Email us at Twin talk show at gmail.com with a synopsis of your show and give us an example of your show record something i don't know and send it an mp3 and uh, we're gonna we're gonna check it out and see if we want you on our network hey jose yeah please let me hear them of course i am you better <laughs> don't be not seeing that one eh so do i it. can't wait uh, and and indeed it is big enough this is the twiniverse man it you know, it fits. Everything fits in the Twiniverse. Anyway, listen again. That's twintalkshow at gmail.com. Put on your subject line, put new show in capital letters in your subject line. If you want to submit your show idea and you want to be part of the Twin Talk Cast Network, because Theo Luis's garage is expanding, we're adding more content into the garage, and we want to invite and have more. If you guys can cut it, you guys got to cut it still. You know what I'm saying? 
They still got to cut it. Yeah, just don't cut the cheese. They, they got, they've got, they got to cut it. That's all I got I'm, to say. I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm looking forward to seeing, uh, you know, us grow. Yeah. <laughs> and our, and they see what our listeners got out there también, eh? You can do it nude, eh? Send us a clip in the nude. Okay. Same audio. <laughs> all right, everybody. Now it's time when you hear that guttural beat that grabs you from the loin. Listen to it. It grabs you from the loins and says, Híjole, it's time to listen. That means that it's time for the girl with the pink headphones, the girl with the skinny on all the news and dirty laundry, straight out of Telemundo and NBC, the coolest chicken radio, and I mean that. And she's pretty damn cute, too. She's okay. It's time for <laughs> Jackie Casas with the news and dirty laundry. Always such kind words, Jeff Johnson. I know, only for you. Only you can, for me. I always feel so special when I'm around him. You, you should. Can, you can always tell when they're together. Always. I, I've been I, saying that. I was yeah, gonna, it's like a storm brewing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was going to say, you can always tell when Jeff Johnson's here, but really, you can always tell when they're together. <laughs> when they're in the same place. <laughs> you sure can. Uh, it's okay, Sandro. Their, their, their love affair has ended a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I've moved on. <laughs> He found he he found Mecca. He went to Mexico and found, I found all some the other. I found some found other it. Mexican women. He found some other Mexican women that he loves. <laughs> he went to Mecca. <laughs> Hi guys, how are you doing? All right, baby. I'm so glad Pretty you're good. with us. Miss yeah, you. Yeah, me too. I miss you guys. It's always sad when we have to part for a whole week. A whole week. It's a long week, isn't it? Yeah. All right, guys, let's get started tonight with news and dirty laundry. A mother of a four-year-old was arrested at her, after her daughter brought heroin into a daycare and began passing out to other children. This is all according to Delaware State Police. Troopers were called to the Hickory Tree Child Care Center early this week after daycare workers observed some children with small bags of an unknown substance. <laughs> the white powdery substance, which was still enclosed in the the little baggies was removed immediately by the teachers and taken to the police department where it was determined to be heroin. Apparently, the police say the four-year-old girl unknowingly brought the small bags of heroin into the child care um, in her backpack that her mother gave her after hers got um, ruined by a family pet the night before. So I guess like their dog peed on it or whatever. Ah. So the mom gave her a different backpack and that one had the little baggies that, of heroin. That's the traficante. The name of the school was Hickory Tree Child Care Center. <laughs> Let me tell you just real quick. There was 249 <laughs> bags oh my of heroin inside this backpack. So that's wow. like trafficking. That's tra that's felony right there. Uh, put the kid in jail. I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> she was. That's, a, a, that's a class one. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> the mother was. Strike one, too, like, at an early age. <laughs> that's peewee baseball. Poor little girl. She was handing it out because she thought it was candy. Yeah. She thought she scored. She thought mom sent candy over. And look, she's handing it out. Mommy's so nice. But you know mommy's what? a dr druggie. Mama's a junkie. You, she's a hoe. You know what? The kid's lucky he wasn't handing out syringes. There would have been a more serious count there. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen candy syringes, actually, when it's like, oh, you play like nurse. And it's like, oh, it's just like a little sh like sugar water. <laughs> and you squirt it into yeah. your mouth. I've seen those candies before. You know, the, the, like I said, the name of the school was Hickory Tree Child Care. And they had a, 
uh, their own little rhyme that the girl made up after her heroin fix. She okay. said, hickory, hickory, talk. <laughs> My head is inside the clock. <laughs> and, when it, and it went downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> it all went down from there. She was arrested. The mom, who's 30 years old, her name is Ashley Toll. Um, and she was interviewed and she was taken to custody. She was charged <laughs> with uh, maintaining a drug property and three counts of endangering the welfare of a child. You would think that they would also throw like three counts. Trespassing because, you know, with 249 bags, that's like not trespassing, but uh, uh, trafficking. What, in total, it was 3.73 grams. But how yeah. was the child endangered in, in three counts? Because it tried to eat it three times? Did it had? It doesn't say, but no. I would imagine maybe, because it's a, it's a daycare, there's not like hundreds of kids. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was only a few kids that they had actually uh, handed them out kids. to. Yeah. Um, Before but, they got caught. Yeah, but there was over 200 bags in her backpack. So that was enough to, for the whole school? Yeah, and some. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, and had they parents. been taking them? Holy moly! They would have those. W- hey, those preschoolers would have finally, finally <laughs> deciphered Alice in Wonderland for us all. <laughs> we we would finally we, understand. We it. would have had a, a a classroom full full of sitting Nancys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I want to know you. Did you say nurse? Did you say play nurse? Yeah, you know when you play nurse? You no, I, I don't know. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah. You, okay, when you play like doctor and nurse, like, oh, doctor, doctor, help me. My tummy hurts. And then you're like, okay, and you have your little... Let's demonstrate. Your little... Stethoscope. Uh, yeah, your little stethoscope. And then you put it to your test. You're like, oh, it sounds... You know, when you play, okay. you know, okay. when you play like that. You're not so- like a naughty kind, guys. What's going... Guys, no, not the naughty kind. Just That's what I was Not thinking. the kind you really like. No, not the... Billy Goodnight just chimed in. She goes, you know, I love listening to you guys as well as Miss Jackie Costas, but it's Sons of Anarchy for now. You know what? I got two words. TiVo, dude. <laughs> well, he wants to get in there, you know, in, in the action of the show. This is the action. I don't blame him. I, I, I like Hey, Jackie's playing now. nurse. I'm going to type that in. Jackie... But yeah, I've, I've seen those toys before where it's like it, it's like a syringe. It's like a it looks like a toy syringe, and it has like like sugar liquid in it, or whatever. I've never seen just, that. That's a toy. I've seen those before. And they don't want sugar s- liquid. And they don't want to sell <laughs> toy guns. It's, it's like candy. Brown it's sugar. just candy, and it's the candy. I case. bet you they sell them in like MacArthur Park, Van Nuys. It's like a Mexican thing, full of lead candy. I don't know where I've seen it, but I know it's out there. Tijuana. It's like, has candy on the inside. Tijuana. Tijuana. Hey, man, don't be hating. Just because it, you know, you did a news report where you found uh, some of this Mexican candy f- coming across the border had lead in it, eh? Yeah, yeah whatever. You know, <laughs> you know what they don't have across the border? I'll tell you what they don't have across the border what? that we have a lot of here. Is GMOs, eh? Oh. They didn't let GMOs in their country. They kicked them out. Right, <laughs> but the candy on. has lead. <laughs> Moving These on, poor guys. trick or treaters. <laughs> this uh, this next story is a story that's gone viral in the last twenty four hours. It's an Oklahoma City man uh, who's gone viral on social media on the internet for confronting a panhandler he saw drive off in a brand new car. Ah. Daniel Ayala thought he was doing a good deed by uh, giving a couple of uh, dollars to this 78-year-old woman who was holding a sign asking for money. But he lost control when he spotted that that same woman was hopping into a brand new Fiat. 
<laughs> Brand new in the parking lot of a gasoline station. What's well, a practical car? It's like a 2012 brand new Fiat. Uh-huh. So this other Crazy. woman who had to be ne- happened to be nearby saw the confrontation and was actually able to record what was going on. Let's go ahead and take a listen to what went down. Oh, that's good. And you got you got a better car than me. Away, saying, Pero ¿por qué dicen eso, la pinche culona vieja? I love, I love that. I love that. Isn't that? And this is like an old lady. She's 78 years old. I saw She's her. inside this brand new red Fiat. And she's like talking back to him. According to the family of the panhandler, she has a, a license to panhandle, which I don't even know you, you, you could get. And that she uses the money to pay for her bills. And according to, to Daniel Aliala, he saw her inside the car counting her money. And that's when he got pissed off. I want to know, you can get a license. You need a license. They give licenses for that? You want to know why? Because that's a way for la mordida, for the government to make a dollar. They're like, it's going to cost you a $45 license to panhandle for this year. So they should license prostitutes. So that also then. gives an opportunity to, to make money to, off of it. To write citations to those who are not licensed. Oh, and then get money that way, too. Interesting. It's a, it's, see, because panhandling is all money under the table. So they're trying to get some money out of they it. They got to get their part. And but still, I, yeah. I had no idea. You know what? That's the sole reason why I don't give money to panhandlers. Not because I think I'm better than them, but because there's so many fakers out there. There is. You know, and I've heard stories where people make, you know, $100,000 a year off panhandling. What? Yeah, I've heard stories about it. And it was funny because I was at the gas station last night, and this woman was out there panhandling. She was going up and asking everybody that was pumping gas for money. And she didn't look homeless at all. She was well-dressed. Her hair was done. She had a nice outfit on. And she was walking around asking everybody for money. Some people gave her money. Some people didn't. And then she looked at me. And I guess I must have given her a look because she turned the other way and walked away. It's because you're black. Before she even said anything to me. <laughs> I think she just felt like she was barking up the wrong tree because I wasn't going to give her any money. You gave you know? her the look. I gave her the look. You know like, what, though? No. You know what? Like, no, nah, it's not happening. My respect to you because I feel that way sometimes as well. But you know what, what I like to I like to just think to myself that I'm giving it to God. Mm-hmm. Because that's really what you did, right? You gave from when you give, you give from the heart, and and you're and I'm sure you do, you know, uh, uh, and you give from the heart. So it, you know, it maybe they 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 driving a Fiat. Here's what I got to say. In your heart. Now, what I have okay, done before, I have given homeless people or panhandlers. I've given them uh, drinks or food. Yeah. I, I do you that know, more. I've done that I'm before, more likely uh-huh. to do that. Yeah. Here's what I got to say to you about your giving to God. If you want to give to God. And it's going to go to good use, and know it's going to go to good use. Give it to your brother. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> it'll go to good use, I promise you, and I will thank you for it. And it's not going to a, a bottle of gin or vodka. But going back to what I'm not, I'm not going to enable your capitalism, okay? <laughs> there was a quick statistic that came out about the uh, from the Homeless Alliance that said that only 20% of panhandlers are usually actually homeless. Only 20%. That, that, that doesn't wow. surprise That's, me. Doesn't it's so true. Me. You know, I did. We... Um, Years ago, well, they're doing my, something with their money. With my, they're paying the rent with their money. With my with my daughter's and year, the car payment. <laughs> years ago, and their nails. <laughs> years ago, um, uh, years ago, uh, my daughters were younger, and they were like trips you know, to Mexico. We were coming back from a Disney movie at a movie theater or something, and the guy walked up to ask for money. And my, I decided a long time ago for that same reason that I wasn't going to give money to panhandlers. There may be time that people that they might need it, but guess what? I don't know this. Right. So you have I no just, way to know if they're faking or yeah, not. Yeah. So my daughter, my daughter was really sad. Like Bobby, he, you know, because it was the first time she's seen a panhandler, and I had to give her a harsh lesson. I said, "Hey, baby, you know, sometimes there's people out there that really don't need the money, and they're lying about it." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Remember the last time we were on the on the corner of the street, and some guy walked up to my window and started cleaning my window, and I gave him money." I gave him money because he actually attempted to work for it. Mm-hmm. He probably didn't do a great job of cleaning the window, but yeah. guess what? He made an effort. You know what, bro? I think <clears throat> I think that's cool because you could teach your kids, you know, what the that work is, you know, rather than asking for a handout. But uh, but it's teetering, you know. It's kind of how do you find the balance? It's kind of teetering on this on the possibility of instilling. Uh, 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 I don't know if the word are discriminating or prejudiced, uh, not skin selfish, or racial. selfish motives. Or selfish I think it's yeah. a solid lesson for you know to teach a kid because you know at, at that I don't know what age they were, but you know they're they're grade school. They're, yeah, there's there's an age that kids get to where it becomes. Like they're starting to learn that life is not just one big fairy tale. Yes, that there are dishonest people out there, and you have to watch out for that. And, and it was the right advantage of. It happened to be you know? the right time for yeah. my daughter for for me to say that. Otherwise, right. I would not have said that. It is indeed a dance, though. You got to balance it. It's, 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 it's a thin line, no doubt. But it's a lesson yeah. that I think kids at a certain age should should learn. You know? My favorite <laughs> is when like they're 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 rude about it. Like, they're rude about, they're like, I didn't ask for a soda, I wanted money. <laughs> That's my favorite part. One time I gave, uh, I was on my way to an appointment and supposedly I was quote unquote starving. So I stopped at Subway and I got a sandwich and I was in a really big rush and I saw this homeless person rummaging through the trash can uh, and I thought, oh my gosh, here I am supposedly starving and this guy's like running through the trash can. So I I was already, I can see him in my rear mirror and I'm already backing out. So I give him my sandwich. I said, here, sir, here, you can have my sandwich. And he was like, I don't, I don't, I don't like Subway. Well, I don't like Subway. I'm like, oh, uh, okay. And I was just barely extending <laughs> out my hand. He's like, what, 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 what toppings do they have? I'm like, uh, it's the Italian. Beggars can't be choosers, buddy. It's the Italian trio. And then he was like uh, starting to go off on how he didn't like pepperoni, and I That's just a like great sandwich, by I the just way. I just drove off. I was like, "Bless you," and I just <laughs> left. I don't See, like something. I had a panhandler go off on me one time in Vegas. <laughs> um, he came up to me. It was real late at night, probably like three or four in the morning, and I'm coming back from the club and get ready to go into my hotel room. And he comes up to me and he says, "Hey, do you have any money?" And I said, no, I don't have any money to give you. And I actually really didn't have any cash on me. Even if I was going to give him money, I really was telling the truth. And he said, he looked at me, he gave me this look, and he said, oh, you think you're better than me with your with your big fancy watch and your earrings and your fancy clothes and your fancy shoes? And I kind of stood there for a second. 
And normally I don't fire back at people like that, but I had to fire back. At him. I, I, said, I hope you did. I did because I said, look, <laughs> I, I hope you I, did. I, I told him, I said, look, <laughs> I, I don't think I'm better than you in any way, but by you yelling at me, it's not going to make your situation. <laughs> That's what I, I would have just said. You know what? I am better than you. I got fancy watch. I got fancy shoes and you're asking for money. Yeah. Fuck that. And shit. you know what? He actually, he actually reminds me of one of our former coworkers, which I will tell you off the air. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're going to yeah, love it. There, there, you know, <laughs> I, I have in times I've seen people as I'm walking in to get something to eat and they're asking for money. I, I always say I don't have money because I don't give money. And, but sometimes I look at them. Okay. There's been times where I see these people, and I know they're junkies. I know they're going to go buy booze or drugs with it, but they also look like they can eat, they use a meal. Mm-hmm. And I have, out of the kindness of my heart, bought them a sandwich or a burger. Munchies? You them. never got me any munchies. <laughs> you, know I mean? you know what gets me is something I never noticed until or never really saw until I moved to California was how many of them uh, hang out in front of the grocery stores. Because back where I'm from, it's not really tolerated. They don't let that happen. But here it's kind of like a free-for-all where it's like, hey, if you want to panhandle for money in front of Ralph's, feel free to do so. So, you know, it's like you can't go into Ralph's or any other store without someone begging you for money. And it's the most annoying thing in the world because they don't do anything about it. I heard an interesting thing last week. I was doing a story in Hollywood, and it had to do with homeless people. And um, I hate Hollywood. People want all the weirdos come out, man. And they all want to talk to you when you got a camera on your shoulder. And they all got something to say. And this one lady came by. God bless her, though. She was kind of nice. But she's like, what's the story? And I said, it was a homeless story. And she's like, oh, yeah, it's getting bad. You know, I was homeless for 10 years about, you know, X years ago. And, you know, she said something. She goes, I'm a Jewish woman. But have you noticed most homeless people here are white? And I'm like, what? Yeah, they're white. And she was insistent that they were white. A homeless person said that? Well, she used to be homeless. She says, because she says that the minorities, the Mexicans, presumably most of the Mexicans, uh, but the minorities get all the breaks and the whites don't. Oh. And I'm like, lady, go to Skid Row, dude, because Skid Row's got them all, dude, and that's true homeless. And we all know white people are having a tough time out there. But it just goes to show, (laughs) even the homeless people getting that trip, dude. Anyway, yeah. uh, we could go on all night. We could go on all, all night on that. All oh, night long, dude. Man. Great story there, Jackie. Oh, panhandlers. You're so good at your segment. Hopefully she didn't come back with her Fiat in that same parking lot to upset <laughs> Danny again. It's okay, Danny. You gave it to God, Holmes. Don't hang on to it. gave it to God. Okay, guys. Now, this is like a huge, shocking news that came out today that I'm still like trying to wrap my, red around, my head around it. Stephen Collins, who's the actor who played the pastor, Eric Camden, on 7th Heaven and has come out on several movies and shows, is being investigated by police after allegedly confessing to child molestation. On set? Uh, No. Just in general? In general. okay. Collins, who's 67, made the alleged confession during a 2012 therapy session that his wife, actress Faye Grant, secretly tape-recorded. Therapy. Yes, a version of that recording uh, edited to protect the identity of the victims, but it seems it has happened on multiple locations here in Los Angeles and in New York. Uh, New York Police Department received an official complaint, and the case is under investigation by their special victim squad. Are they married still, his wife? They're in a divorce divorce proceeding right Uh. now, and this is how this secret tape recording came out. Uh, uh, the alleged inappropriate sexual contact with minors is believed to involve at least three victims, one of them who is a relative of his first wife, Marjorie. 
Uh, he admitted to several incidents and even gave some details of the sexual contact involved. Uh, the alleged incidents happened several years ago, but authorities believe they still might have a case uh, for prosecution. With the news that broke this morning, uh, Entertainment Weekly reported that Collins has been cut from his latest project, uh, which is from Seth MacFarlane's uh, TED 2 which was super popular in its uh, first one. It's currently in its production, and he had just recorded, uh, I mean, shot several scenes for the for the movie, and he had just tweeted about it uh, oh, not too long ago about his participation in Tattoo, but now he's been cut. He, he played the pastor on he Seventh Heaven. He played a okay. pastor in Seventh Heaven. And that was a, like a 10-year <laughs> show? Was it a Catholic one? Super <laughs> long time, super long time, and even one of the executives of uh, that, was a of very that successful show was show. surprised. He said that he was he was a leader, he was the go-to guy, he got along great with everybody, and he's just shocked. I shot interviews with uh, the cast of Seventh Heaven several times back then. <laughs> Did he make up that name? And he was, <laughs> let me tell you, he was. He seemed, I remember thinking, wow, that guy did, really... Did he want the pastor role? <laughs> I think he seemed like the kind of guy who was sort of the patriarch of the set. Yeah. And uh, indeed he was on the show, on the, on the, Were on there the show any? itself. Okay. And um, But the, the thing is, um, apparently... Um, he would go into this 10-year-old's room uh, and unclothe and do all these weird things. And this girl grew up, and she's an adult. She became an, a young adult and had a husband or something, and she watched him on TV on a show. And then she said, hey, on 7th Heaven, because mm-hmm. this happened a long time before as well. And uh, she saw him on the show, and she told her husband for the first time, that man molested me. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! He just most recently also came out on a show called Devious Maids, which came out in Lifetime. Really, that show just was another I one think, called on Scandal last, last year. So I mean, he's pretty he's pretty popular, and it seems like mm-hmm. uh, the wife in this whole divorce proceedings is saying that he had like a secret life that she didn't even know about that she didn't know so did about. she leak this because i don't think a counselor it's, would do this right no be, well they had to because there's child molestation uh claims could, so she that they sent it to investigators and to police because of the divorce proceedings is how this came out because this went down this whole therapy session and when she found out was january 2012 so, so that was over two years ago so you could subpoena wow. stuff like that from because the privacy things that has to do, there's privacy laws that has to do with yeah. medical. The client privilege, whatever. Yeah, but apparently she claims that uh, he has, uh, he would use his celebrity status to get these kind of little girls involved. And they're apparently from the ages of 10 to 14 years old wow. that he involved. And um, and the documents also claim his mental state, which apparently his therapist disclosed that he has a narcissistic personality and sociopathic tendencies. That's funny because he really, really looked up, like he really he seem like he has seems. It together? He seems like the guy, like a hearty guy, like a. He like seems a nice like guy. like yeah, like that guy on the show. He really seems like the patriarch that he played on Seventh Heaven. He was acting, eh? He's an actor. Bingo. Yeah, although I will say, I, I just, maybe at that time, I thought he was just a really good actor. Because in Seventh Heaven, he's like really nice. He's the dad. He's, you know, the one that you go to advice for advice. In Devious Maids, he plays like a, a really like 
asshole character. Like he was like a big jerk. Wow. And I was like, oh my God, he's such a jerk. What an asshole. And I thought, what a like, good actor. What a good actor. Because <laughs> he plays kind of, he's a little bit of a, of a two-face on this show. Wow. And and I thought, wow, he must be a really good actor. Uh, clearly, maybe he's just taking some cues from his personal life uh, where he <laughs> lives this, uh, <laughs> this double this, life. This duplicitous life. Oh, so shocking. Everyone online on Twitter, social media is just so shocked that, it is a you shocker. know, Reverend Camden from Seventh Heaven is a jerk. It's a jerk. I, I tell you, um, <laughs> um, I'm surprised they haven't already arrested him. Um, yeah. He's not arrested? No. No. Do you think they'll he's do gonna, He's going to go on the lam. Do you think they'll do like, no, I don't think uh, the, the, the television industry won't do like the NFL. No, look what look at look at because the NFL. Look, look at Woody Allen. Mm-hmm. Look at uh, not Stanley Kubrick, but the other guy, um, the guy, uh, uh, not Stanley Kubrick, the so, guy who's living in France, the famous oh, director. Uh. Same thing. He left the United States because he was going to be busted for child molest, and and yet the film industry rewards him with a lifetime achievement award. Mm. I mean, in the film industry, and then you got the case about the 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 uh, Christopher Nolan. The directors of the uh, yeah. of the uh, Transformers and all that, and all these other directors who are molesting boys, no one does anything. And then you got uh, the producers of Jersey Shore and the Black Do- <laughs> the Black Dahlia. They're the worst of the worst. <laughs> and the Black Dahlia, all that shit, man. crazy dude. Hey, uh, well, you know, I, I, I'm glad this kind of came up on the on the medical theme because just I'll just throw this in there really quick. It's a little bit serious. Make sure you, uh, the the uh, the the voting is coming up next month. Make sure you're registered and take a look and read the California California Proposition 46 medical malpractice lawsuits and uh, and that kind of stuff. Read all your stuff. Don't listen to the commercials at all. None of them. What? What? Well, because you know, there's there's a measure that uh, that's out there. I'm not sure if it's this one there, uh, or the one that's uh, or the people that are what against does this have it. To, but what does it have to do co- with this case? Well, it's because they they uh, they they subpoenaed this guy's record, right? Okay. Because of the seriousness of the uh, accusations, right? Okay. So somewhere in the commercials on the TV, because they're all liars, right? Because the, the way they, th- I want people to know this. Uh, uh, when when you see a bunch of commercials on TV for or against a proposition, uh, you gotta want to question it because uh, it costs a lot of money to get airtime. And if and if it was really something that was f- for the people by the people, they probably wouldn't have that much money. But that's not necessarily what the I'm case, saying. Angel, you know, that's not necessarily. But the what case. Uh, having said that. Uh, do your homework. Don't go by your commercials. And and uh, you're on a tangent. Do your do your due diligence. Diligence. And the, one of the things that they're saying is that it's gonna min, uh, it's gonna lighten up, if you will, the law. In other words, it'll be easier to get to your medical records. Yep. All right, moving on. <laughs> Guys, are you ready for your next awareness campaign? Yes. All right. Well, then you have to prepare to go nuts. <laughs> Just after, of course, our wonderful ALS Ice Bucket Challenge, which went crazy all over social media. Now we have hashtag feeling nuts. What? It's a social media campaign to raise awareness for testicular cancer. <laughs> uh. 
So stupid. Oh, I get it. Unlike the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge, you don't have to pour a bucket of cold water over your so head. or take a necess- bucket of water and pour it on our nuts. Or necessarily. <laughs> no. And you don't even have to make a donation. Ice nuts. Ice nuts. Blue the ice balls. Nuts challenge. The ice nuts challenge. Basically, all you... Reminds me of some girls I dated. <laughs> Basically, what you do is you take a photo of yourself doing a crotch grab. And it's to encourage men to regularly feel their... Who, who doesn't? Their stuff. Yeah, we all do. We all do. For any sort of abnormalities. Well, you know, really check it. Like, really... I do. Get in there. <laughs> like, you know? totally. Dig in there. <laughs> Dig in there and I feel to- it up. I totally do. You, know, you, you know, know what I'd like to see, Jose, since we, you know, all of us, you know, yeah. we work in TV news. I, I'd love to see journalists do that and see what kind of response <laughs> they get. Because, you it's, know, you know, with us, like, we can't really do anything fun on social media. No. There's always, you can't do this, you can't say this, right. you got to be objective, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, every every year, the the now they're, they're, they they want to compete with the mustache one. What's the mustache one again? Oh, you, uh, the Movember. that was in the month oh, of November. I love Movember. Yeah, I'm already I'll, getting ready for that one. <laughs> See, Movember. Yeah, they have Movember. So you excuse not you to shave, shave it. I love you it. You shave it, right? So no, you, no, you, you grow one. Grow. You grow it? Yeah. Then how come you had me shave it because before? Because we had to shave it to regrow it. Because <laughs> we had one already. Uh. <laughs> oh. So this. So you take your photo, hopefully as, you know, you know, safe as possible. I got to tell not, you something. It's not vulgar. It's not vulgar. I'm so set because I've already got an archive of those photos. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> I don't have you, to take any. You post a photo on your social media and you tag someone. You tag someone to, you know, uh, go nuts, basically. And do the same thing. And do the same thing. So, so there's been several so, uh, celebrities that have already posted it. Uh, Ricky Gervais. Feeling their nuts. Feeling their nuts. Doing uh, the Michael Jackson. Hugh Jackman. Crotch grab. I'm going to look that I'm gonna look that up. Hugh Jackman's done it. And so it's just basically <laughs> to promote. <laughs> did his Adamantium Claws come out? <laughs> no. it's, it's pretty pretty dumb. Just, They're coming up with all these stupid things. It's you know, ridiculous. It's just basically telling you guys to, you know, check your junk and, you know. I check, check it all the time. Junk. But check it, like, with purpose. Not just to, like... Oh, I have a purpose. You know? <laughs> There's always a purpose. I Jack. come up with a purpose. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Oh, wait a minute. What time is it? Oh, it's almost time for that purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hurry and get the show over. So you, uh, so you, like I said, you post it to your social media. You hashtag feeling nuts, and you tag someone oh, to go gosh. ahead and post it. In my, in my, I'm looking at right is there now. There a lady version of that? No, we don't grab our junk. Right now, it says it says on here on this one it says 2,200 posts. I don't know if it's the whole tweet or it's just my circle of people. I don't know, but I hashtag it so. After tonight, it'll probably just blow up because they heard it on our show. Yeah, I got to tell you. It's, it's going to blow up. <laughs> I got to tell you, it's kind of dumb. I'm tired of all these new little things. And November, I don't think it's... By the way, November, not, November not, already exists, though, and that's the same thing. I, I think it's... I think it's great. Anything that that uh, that conjures up uh, <laughs> uh, the the imagination and stimulates people <laughs> to uh, to interact with each other, you know, and you know, kind of have something uh, in common between them both that unites them. Uh, uh, but you know, I think it's great. You know, like the the water challenge. It uh, it started a buzz. People were talking about it. People were doing it, and whatever the cause is. You know, it, it obviously it achieves this cause if, if if just one or two people do it, uh, because your your intent is to get awareness, right? Yes. 
but it, but on you know the and I think the, it's the, vulgar though to see a bunch of guys this, holding their crotch. It is kind of uh, as a girl. I like the November thing because then girls get into it. They also get the mustaches and everything, and it's for the same cause. Can't wait to see Jackie grow hers. <laughs> yeah, it'll happen. That's pretty messed up. It'll, it'll happen, Jeff. Don't worry. I'll make true, sure. True, <laughs> true, true. She's a hard look over there. True love. She looks like she wants to kill me right now. I do. Every day, Jeff Johnson. Every day. laughing because that song is just so <laughs> appropriate to our next story. This is where people, you really need to pe- pay attention in sex ed. You must. <laughs> please do. I'm sure you're more excited on actually, you know, getting in on the act of sex. But please pay attention in sex ed because funny stories happen <laughs> like this one. A medical staff in, uh, in Colombia said they were shocked to find a potato... Growing inside a woman's vagina. The 22-year-old woman sought medical attention after experiencing <laughs> abdominal pains. After medical staff discovered the potato, the woman explained her mother told her to insert it to prevent pregnancy. <laughs> I got to tell you something. Just use a condom. I got to tell you something. <laughs> you much cannot, simpler. I'm sorry, Jackie. I'm sorry. I got to question this because that's like a, a, what are those called? An urban legend that's been going around for yeah. a long time. Well, this, <laughs> let me, let me. this woman uh, claims that she started growing roots out of her vagina. That's pretty gross, dude. <laughs> gross. Because they tend to grow in dark, moist areas. Oh. Potato, spuds can, potato spuds can grow just about anywhere. Yeah. They don't need dirt. So she <laughs> just had... Just moisture. Moisture. Just moisture. Yeah, that's all they need. <laughs> she had some pain. And the girl was active, so... It must she have had been moisture. <laughs> and initially... Uh, this is gross, dude. <laughs> I think I think there hey, so so was it a French girl because the baby it's gonna, I, be, I, 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 it's gonna I, be a French fry. She was, I, I, I. She's Colombian. Oh okay, um, papas so, fritas. Oh papas my fritas. god! <laughs> I, I think I, I really think I think that this story is just the guy. No, let's let me tell you, the, you gotta I give the guy. Crossed. You gotta give the dad the dad some credit, eh? Because you know he impregnated that potato. <laughs> This is uh, no. now that is a swimmer there. That there is a minor. <laughs> I gotta tell you, this is I gotta. According I, to reports of Colombia, the she was very embarrassed about what was going on, and the nurse that she actually approached about this problem she was having was really shocked until, according to reports, say that she actually saw the roots growing out of her cuca, and she got very <laughs> oh, concerned. This is so and that is, yeah, the line. so did they remove the roots? They removed the potato all as a whole and recommended some actual um, more safer routes for like contraception condoms. with condom <laughs> or birth control pills. So what did the... Uh, or watermelon, so whatever, because what watermelons gr- don't grow. In. How, what? No. How that do you... How do you put a potato? Potatoes like this yeah, big, and the watermelon's like this big. You can't. Um, that's Didn't you guys always say it's like a watermelon easy. coming out when you have a baby? <laughs> okay, so you're well, full of baloney, right? That's when you're <laughs> right. You're, right you're, that's when everything has expanded. Try putting a watermelon through your vajayjay. Yeah. <laughs> you try putting a watermelon through your vajayjay. Yeah. See now the truth comes out. Uh-huh. Hey, uh, uh, you just <laughs> blew it for all women kind. 
Uh, no, your hips are expanded and prepared for that kind of delivery. Not when you're like just trying to get some. So, so that's what so the dad wedding. said. Dad said, "Look, unless you want a watermelon coming out of that JJ, stuff a potato up there. Stuff a potato." So at what uh, at uh, at what length did they uh, perform the, uh, the 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 abortion? At what? what length? I mean, how many months was the potato? <laughs> How many months was it? Was I it don't know. The first she only had it inserted for two weeks. Oh, okay. So it didn't... They had already named it Mackenzie. <laughs> it didn't grow a whole farm out of it. Spuds But McKenzie. there you go, guys. So pay attention. <laughs> pay attention. This is gone. This is not. Let's go. Pay attention. Let's go. Use a condom. <laughs> don't use a potato. This is... Don't. Please. Just stay Jeff away. Johnson. Did you hear me? Stay yeah, trust away me. Use a condom. Yeah, from of course. Potato. Don't stick any carrots in there or whatever thing is in your kitchen. Scallop potatoes. Stay away no, from, wait a minute. Stay away from the produce. Yeah. French fries. Stay away from the produce. Scallop potatoes. Potatoes of gratin. Mashed potatoes with chives. Bacon. <laughs> there you go, guys. Big That's all that potatoes. I have for tonight. That's Jackie Casas with the news and dirty laundry. Thank you, Jackie. Shoot. All right, when we come back, the Patriot Pass. Also, Daniel Bambata Marley. And of course, the real Jeff Johnson's with us tonight. We'll be right back. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. It is now time for the Patriot Pass. This is a segment in the show where I take an opportunity to ramble 
on something that may stimulate, titillate, bother me, or what have you. And today, ladies and gentlemen, I'm taking on gay marriage. Yes, I said it. I'm taking it on. Not because I have anything against gay, lesbian, transgender, what have you, or even an opinion to spout about regarding gay marriage. But this is what I've got to say. Gay marriage? Not yet. Not because I have a problem with gay marriage. Whether or not that's a different issue. Ladies and gentlemen, I believe it's more than just marriage. It's about the state's right rights. You know, a majority of people enact a law by vote and it is challenged by a few who disagree and then even a smaller group of five to nine judges decide the quote will of the people this is not a democracy I'm sure it's had its moments 1954 Brown versus Board of Education of Topeka invalidated racial segregation in schools and led to the unraveling of the segregation of schools, thus integration, and so on and so forth. Yes, I remember that. But also, do you remember 1973, Roe versus Wade legalized abortion? And guess what? That is still a major issue. Perhaps that was too much before its time, just like maybe perhaps gay marriage is. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but I don't think that the, ju- the end justifies the means. When we are letting men and women in cloaks, glorified glorified lawyers decide the will of the people against the will of the people, then this is not a democracy. Remember, for all of you who have an agenda or something you want to push and you want to go against what the will of the people is and push the courts into it, it might go around and the tables will be turned one day when those justices are from the other side. If you don't remember, or you don't believe me, remember 2000, Bush versus Gore, when the court reversed Florida's Supreme Court decision for a recount, and you guys cried for the next four years that they wanted, that Bush had lost the presidency? Remember that? Hey, it works both ways. Let's go back to democracy. Love it or not, it's the best system we have. That's my Patriot Pass. There you go. That was my brother Jose uh, exercising the biggest muscle in his body, his mouth, with his Patriot Pass. All right. So now we're going to play a track, one of the older tracks of Daniel Bambata Marley. As uh, And when we come back, we're going to have an interview. We're going to have... Uh, Daniel Marley, right, brother? Yes, Daniel Bambata. He was here. Uh, uh, we've had him a couple of times, and he performed for us. You know, he and, did. Uh, you can see our. Um, uh, you can catch that on our previous podcast. Go to twintalkcast.com. Go to previous podcast and scroll down. This was called "Treat You Right," and we'll be right back with Daniel Bambata Marley.
still love you by any means, baby. I'm here for you. Are you ready to live your dreams, baby? The love you have for me made me know you're a queen lady. Absolute. She knows just what a king needs. That's why she get what she received lately. Candlelit in this fireplace nights. Stress relief. Every beautiful melody of hers is the best to me. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. That's Daniel Bambata Marley with Treat You Right from Ghetto Youth International. Yeah, and uh, Daniel Bambata has been on our show before, and uh, we're so happy to have him here again today. Uh, Daniel Bambata Marley. What's up, brother? Can you hear? What's up, Daniel? Hello, hello. Um, anyways, uh, we. Uh, oh, he's there, he's there. That was my bad. Okay. Hello, Daniel. What's up? This is Jose. What's up, Jose? I'm sorry I had the connection backwards. Hey, brother, this is Jose and Angel. Jose forgot that this is both our shows. You're on the air, man. Uh, <laughs> What's up, Angel? How's everything? Pretty good, man. It's. Uh, I was just telling the people you've been here before. Uh, they can catch uh, the podcast on our website. But we're so happy to have you here today. Uh, you've been pretty busy on the road lately, haven't you? Uh, what, what's what's been going on? 
Uh, we've been we've been playing a heap of shows. Um, the last time we spoke, I, I had an event up at like the Belly Up, but since then we 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 did a uh, opening up for Lauren Hill, which oh, was really cool. Right we on, right on. Uh huh. That was really exciting, you know. Very, very good time. And then just the other day we went up we went up north to Arcata or Arcata, I don't know how you pronounce it. Uh-huh. But um we played a show over there with uh Carl Denson. I played an acoustic show. Nice. And that was really fun and it was like the second acoustic show we've ever played and all you know, all the people out there were just having a great time. They've never heard the music before, so it was a good time. And you know, you you uh, I've I've noticed your your following is growing and growing because I've been following, we've been following you on all your social media. And every time we get you, yeah. we we're gonna get you on here. We get a lot of interaction on our social media. How does it feel to be out there and meet them? Uh, it feels really great. I've met I've met so many people, you know, through through the fact that there's social media now. And uh-huh. even this last show I had uh, on Sunday, which is at the Bootleg Theater in uh, Silver Lake, Bootleg Hi-Fi, which I play every Sunday uh-huh. of this month uh-huh. for a residency. Um, two uh-huh. people came up from, from Orange County who, they missed the last show I had, which was in Salona Beach, and so they came up, you know, and it was just great. That so, so uh, I've, I've, I've seen them on my social media, like, they'd comment and message me, and it was just good to finally put, put a face to it, you know? So I heard, this is Jose uh, Daniel. So did I hear correctly, you have a residency uh, right now going on at the bootleg? In, um, at the bootleg Hi-Fi in Silver Lake. Awesome. Yeah, Silver Lake. Uh, so so um, go ahead, ta- um, tell us about that. Tell us a little more about yeah, that. Yeah, I was just going to elaborate on that a bit. Um, so we're there for the whole month on every Sunday, which is four Sundays, obviously. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Right now, the doors open at 5 o'clock, and my set time is at 8, but there's a band before us, uh-huh. um, and also there's a DJ who starts at 5. Um, the hours there are really flexible, because I know for this week coming up, they want to probably push the time back. Uh-huh. So um, I know it, it, the time is, is a bit up in the area. They'll change the time sometimes, but uh-huh. I'll, keep, I'll keep things posted where that's concerned. But right on. Originally, everything is, is, is running smooth. It starts at 5. Um, you know, they have a food truck, they have a good setup, there's ping pong. Um, it's a nice venue and um, you know, they have a little bar and it's just cool. Cool spot. And uh are you you're working on an E P right now, correct? Right now, yeah. Working on it hard, uh-huh. but going. I'm it, going. It, um uh, what kind of I'm uh, four songs I'm five songs in right now. Five songs in on the E P which uh-huh. I still don't know the name of yet. Uh-huh. Um, Kind of hard to come up with the title. I, I have a title. What? I have a title. This What's is the title? Music from the Garage. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know all about the garage. Like. <laughs> yeah, For all man. our listeners. I uh, know. It's, it's, I call because I call, I call the garage the cave. So <laughs> okay. I might call it cave music, you know? I cave like music. that. I dig it. Cave I music. have a question. This is Jose. It's a little bit off topic, but uh, there were rumors all over the internet that Brad Pitt was going to play... Bob Marley on a biofilm about Bob Marley. Is there any truth to that? Well, I heard about that, and there was a photo. I don't know if you saw that picture. I did. Did you see that picture? Yeah, Yeah. I sure did. Yeah, which which is kind of interesting, you know, but I don't think it's real. I'm not sure. I haven't heard anybody in the family talk about it or anything like that. He's going to play you, (laughs) Dan. Go ahead, Daniel, my brother. I I, I know he wanted to do it, but it looks cool. 
I don't know if it's really going on though. I but that would be cool to, to, to you know, talk to Brad about teaching him how to be my granddad. <laughs> 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 Only two people could pull it off. Brad Pitt or Johnny or Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Depp. Yeah. Hey, right. hey, so tell us a little bit about the album. Uh, uh, what, uh, how many tracks and uh, or the EP? Um, what's it sounding like? You're working with, yeah. In full length of it, uh, the EP will have six songs on there, mm -hmm. um, all ranging, all cohesive. But you know, still there's tastes of different things. It's not all one sounding thing. Mm -hmm. It's not one type of project. Um, and you know, I've just been working with. Um, Uh, engineer and musical director by the name of Fabian Cook, who's he's been around working with everyone. He worked on Lion King. Um, he worked on. He's working with Eddie Murphy. He just do a lot of work within the industry and. Um, oh, right on! That's awesome. Engineering, and you know, he does the whole thing: sound engineering and and everything. And so we've been in the studio putting my ideas together, and um, you know, just making them in song form. And um, other than him, I've also worked with. Um, a guy by the name of Luce uh -huh. and a guy by the name of Drew Hester who they work out of a studio in Northridge um, more rock and roll type of guys but we get along really well and you know they like what I'm doing as a young cat so it's all rock and roll man look out for me and well, well you know what I'll, yeah, I'll tell you <laughs> your music I've you know uh, <clears throat> not only have we uh, did we play it on our radio station and we've had you here doing acoustic here a couple songs But I, I've seen you perform live, and indeed, you, your your repertoire, if you will, it it does span from you know one side of the uh, of uh, of the spectrum to the other, and you and you are kind of you do get kind of rough sometimes, eh? I dig it, eh? You brought uh, one on one of the <laughs> you brought out a less. What do you mean? Wait, wait, what do you mean by rough? <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you, with the uh, uh, rock and rough. Like pretty rock. It gets. It, is it too rough for you? No, I think it's great. <laughs> I think it's great. I think it's a great. Uh, 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 you know, um, I don't know how you put it in musical terms, but uh, arrangement. How's that? Well, <laughs> to me, to me, the whole thing is the whole thing, and my whole approach to music is is the emotions which music evokes in people, what it makes you feel like, you know. Uh -huh. And so that's why, like in my set, it's, it's a couple of different feelings because what I would like for you to feel like after my show is that you, you know you just went through went through a nice experience where you could experience the high time and you experience a little soft mellow mood and then you experience that high energy um balls to the wall everybody's just going crazy. like that awesome you know? yeah, awesome so there the yeah. the gig that uh that daniel bambata marley's talking about right now is his residency at the bootleg hi-fi in silver lake that's the bootleg hi-fi that's 2220 beverly boulevard in los angeles california he's there every sunday yes. for this month nice and uh, uh will you every sunday and and it's growing each sunday grows every every sunday it's a different theme as well And I switched the shows up. So if you come one Sunday, please come the next Sunday because it's going to be completely different. Awesome. So and, um, you know, I'm, I'm playing a, a lot of songs. We're running through a, a large catalog of different songs that I have that I haven't ever played before. And I'm using this opportunity to share, the, share those songs because I'm there all month. So it's a good time. And um, yeah, it's just fun. We have openers who are really good. The last band who opened for Air Life, they're really good. And, and I, and I want to let a really fun time so uh, far. It's only one show in, but 
I want to let the listeners know also that if you want to catch a uh, Daniel Marley performing in Theo Luis's garage, go to TwinTalkCast.com, click previous podcast. He performed live for here for us. Uh, here for us, Daniel. Will you introduce the song that we're going to play for you now? It's one of your new tracks. Yes, yes. What up, world? This is Daniel Bambata Marley introducing Maintain. Listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. You are listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose and I'm Angel. And welcome. Maintain, 
Maintain. Again, welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. We want to thank Daniel Marley for being with us again. Daniel Bambatam. And we want to invite you to go to TwinTalkCast.com and check out the interview uh, with Daniel Bambata Marley. Hey. It, it's called Bambata Jam and Foxy Press. He performed live here in Theo Luis's garage. Hey, you know what he just told me off off the air? He just said, hey, man, I, I want to tell you before we get off, uh, I'll get off the phone, is I want to come in there and do another song with you. Awesome. Uh, uh, live. And uh, so we got a date two weeks from uh, a week from Tuesday. Awesome. From this Tuesday yeah, this or coming, today? Two weeks from today. And two weeks, we're going to have Daniel Bambata Marley live in Theo Luis's garage. Please tune in. Two weeks from now, Daniel Bambata live here Sheesh. in Theo Luis's garage. Welcome back. It's good to talk to him again. Hey, Dave. Uh, we also want to say Jeff Johnson is with us here. <laughs> so great to be back in the garage. The first man. voice you ever heard when you tuned into Twin Towers. How, how, how long has it been? Two years yet? It's going or, on four. Going on four. Wow. It's going on four. Hey, uh, Angel, wow. this month. This month? October. It's our October fourth year. 20th? Four yeah, nineteenth or twentieth, October nineteenth. Wow, I've been with you guys from the beginning. Four years. Let's do a high five for that. Woo! Hey, I, I, I thought I did do a high five with you. <laughs> when we first hey, so, started, the, when we first started the show four years ago, um, um, Jeff Johnson was uh, was was just new into California, mm-hmm. and um, uh, I recognized his voice as something that could be part of Twin. Uh, Empire, the Twin Pyre, and I asked him humbly if he would read the script and uh, do yeah. this voiceover for us. And the guy took it on. He said, "Yeah, I'll I do remember. it, no problem." We were in the uh, parking lot in Burbank, in our old studio, and did that's my, where we did it in my car. In the yeah. car. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Did, did my brother owe you money or something? Uh, no, you know, <laughs> I, you know, at the time I was trying to get my voiceover empire off the ground. So I tell you I was what, happy to do it. Yeah. If you guys want to hire. The real Jeff Johnson, you can contact him through us or just hit him up on Real Jeff Johnson. Right? Yeah, on Twitter. Yep. Thanks a lot. Eh? It's a, it really is a pretty cool uh, uh, voice uh, for our, our show because, I mean, it's throughout the bumpers, uh, on your, the intro, the chill lounge. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Kick back. Can you, say, can you say it? Kick back. And listen. I love that. <laughs> I remember. You know, I was actually, I was going through some files on my computer. And I came across that file on my computer the other day. And uh-huh. I listened to it a couple of times. I was like, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, my brother, we were, we had mentioned you before. We were like, what's up with Jeff? I asked him, what's up yeah. with Jeff? And he's like, I don't know. And then, even and, and uh, even Jackie like before one of the shows, yeah. and they're like, I don't know, I haven't seen his posts or nothing. We we started worrying. So was, oh no, Jeff goes in communicado sometimes. Yeah, I do. He's like, are he's, you part of the CIA or something? <laughs> no. I, I think so. <laughs> I just you know I take I take breaks from social media every now and then. Yeah, you yeah. know, and just focus on me. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. I think I think sometimes it's healthy to get a little break from social media. Sometimes social media can be a little much. I, you know what? I wanted to delve into your trip, but since you brought that up, yeah. I want to know. There are a lot of people who, um, how do I say this? There are people who they'll post on media and they'll say something like, "And I've always, I'm glad you're here to ask this question." I want to know that why is social media such a bothersome thing to some people that they actually go online and they announce, "I'm taking a break. Goodbye, everyone." 
Mm-hmm. Like if it has, I feel it has too much of control on you if you have to. Yeah, do something I mean, like that. you know, there are times where social media gets on my nerves, and I get tired of the crap that I read every day. But I don't, I don't feel the need to make an announcement about it and say I'm leaving social media. I think that's just a cry for attention. Um, <laughs> you know, if Good I if, if I decide that I don't want to be on social media, I just simply won't get on social media for a few days or a week or whatever the case may be. Okay, you know, but I think social media has. You know, I remember when I first got on Facebook almost 10 years ago as I was getting ready to go into college. Mm -hmm. And back then, it was just a way to meet people. Right. But now, you know, through the evolution of the last almost decade, it's just turned into this, like, almost like a pissing contest for people. Uh Where it's like, let me show you all the stuff that's going on in my life. Well, no, my life's better than yours. And (laughs) look what I'm doing. And look where I'm going. And, you know, it's just gotten, you know, it's just gotten kind of ridiculous. And sometimes I'm just like, you know what? I just need to take a break. Because the more time I spend reading about everybody else's status updates, Mm -hmm. the less time I'm spending focusing on handling my own business. Creating your own status. And and that's the way I look at it. Yeah. You know. know, Well, you know what, though? I think. But you know what? I think think that the, uh, I I think, you know, what when you something somebody does something like what you just mentioned about mm-hmm. taking a break from uh, social, it, it, it applies to anything, and and uh, it shows the wherewithal that of of the person that you are, that you're conscious and making an intentional uh, this uh, decision to to get out of social media. It's not like oh, social media is a bad thing. No, but what you what you are recognizing is that at a, that we need breaks sometimes, and we need to have the 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 sanity and wherewithal mm-hmm. to recognize it. Just like when you go hiking, you're getting away not only for cardiovascular right. but it's meditative meditative right. <laughs> and you know and you know you know for me it's like it's like I, I look at taking breaks from social media like taking trips uh-huh. when i take a trip i take a trip because i need a break and i want to go experience something different and enrich my experiences it's not like i'm never going to come back to la or i'm never going to come back to work i just need a break that's There's a lot US better though a lot of people are a lot of it's better taking a trip than a lot of the people on facebook because uh, a lot of people are tripping i gotta facebook, tell you though man. i gotta tell you I, I, that you go so incommunicado yeah that like i wonder what's going on with like i worry mm-hmm I worry. Like, what, what's going Hey, my brother's, what's up with Jeff? I'm like, dude, I don't know, man. I don't know if he fell off the face of the earth. Or <laughs> he's in some room growing long fingernails, pissing in mason jars, you know? <laughs> he was falling on, on Mexican women's laps but is what he was Let's talk in. about that. So <laughs> talk about leaving for a while. You recently, you and I ran, I ran into you one night at the, mm-hmm. at the news station. Yeah. I hadn't seen you in a while. I was genuinely happy to see you because you were in Comunicado before yeah. that. And you had this great smile on your face. And you're like, dude, I'm going to Cabo. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. You're going to love Cabo. Yeah. One of my favorite places to go. <clears throat> the next day I hear Hurricane Category 3, yeah. the biggest hurricane ever recorded in Cabo on its way. It was the craziest thing because, you know, I was so excited about going to Cabo for the first time. Right. And I had I had every I had all my ducks in a row. I had everything booked, everything was ready to go. I knew where I wanted to go when I got down there because and you know me for a while, anytime I travel somewhere, I do serious research before I travel. And that's why all my trips are a success because I do my homework and you know, if you're gonna spend money traveling, you don't want to go down there and have a, a bad time. Right. So, you know, I had everything ready to go to Cabo. I had someone traveling with me too. Um, and then the hurricane hit, and I was like, well, I guess we won't be going to Cabo, but I still wanted to go somewhere, you know, and the person, you know, my friend that was traveling with me, he had already got his time off from work. I got my time off from work, so we couldn't really change our travel dates. So I was like, well, I still want to go to Mexico, but where are we going to go? The only really choices we have are either Cancun or Puerto Vallarta. 
So I looked at Cancun first. And I was like, well, I've always wanted to go to Cancun, but because it's last minute, it's just too expensive right now. So then I looked at Puerto Vallarta. And then I started doing research about both places and comparing and contrasting. And I was like, right. well, Puerto Vallarta sounds like it could be real interesting because so let's it's talk, authentic So Mexico. let's skip to the, in, to the interesting it is. part. It's, on, yeah. it's, on, it's near the, uh, the, on the Pacific coast. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, just to contrast, uh, Puerto Vallarta is more tropical um, mm-hmm. and Cabo is like a desert, but on the, on the ocean, on the right. beach, which is fascinating. It's yeah. a really neat place. So, but tell us about the interesting part. This was your first trip to Mexico. First trip to Mexico. I like that. Um, from the, oh wait, you're from South Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah. North Carolina boy, nice African American brother. First time to Mexico. Yeah, and I want to hear about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got down there, and uh, it pretty much started immediately. Everywhere we went, we were asked to take pictures. <laughs> we got, I mean, we, you, you would have thought we were two hot girls walking down the street. The way we got cat calls from everybody. We got cat calls, and people wanted to come and take pictures and find out who we were. They, they didn't know if we were famous mira, or what mira. was going on. Because they, they don't see that many black No, mira. not in that part of Mexico. Yeah. Mira, papacito, is it Jeff Johnson Will the Twintock? No, they're, no, they're all, it's, it's Will Smith. It's Will. Yeah, they didn't know who it, it was. And they're all like, and behind their voice, young gordo, young gordo, ya está comiendo mucho. And the, you know the the, the 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 resort that we were staying at, it was a place that was real popular among Mexican tourists. Uh, so you're getting these Mexicans that are awesome. from all over different parts of Mexico, and they're coming from places where they never see black people, and they're like, oh my god, you know. So they're coming up. We're in the pool having drinks. They're coming up. Can you take a picture? Can you take a picture? Every time I walk through the hotel lobby, someone wants to take a picture. Every nightclub, every restaurant. They either it was the it was the most awesome, I, you know, because I experienced something similar to that when I went to China, but this one was different. Wow, it just had a different feel they to it. They thought you were either a rapper, a football player, or a movie. So star. the funny thing is, you know, me and you know me and my friend that were uh, that went on the trip, we started noticing this, and we were like, you know what, we gotta we gotta take advantage of this. Yeah. So we go into a nightclub one night. And nice. Of course, we, you got to take advantage. of We it. waited on them to play a rap song. We couldn't <laughs> wait. They play, I don't even remember what the song was. Now your friend's a black guy too, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, got he's it. a black guy. So they played the rap song, and you know him and I start dancing in the back, and we got the whole club into it. Nice. They're all dancing with us. Next thing you know, when the song's over, they're coming up wanting to take pictures. We're exchanging Facebooks and Instagrams and doing all this stuff. And then the same thing happened. We went to a went to a karaoke club uh-huh. and did the same type of thing, uh-huh. and just ended up doing karaoke rap songs till five o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. And it was the same. You know, type of thing, and it was and it was really cool. I till five in the morning. Yeah, till five in the. I never experienced. Well, every, everywhere we went, we got that you know that type of treatment. Well, just be careful, eh? Because in some of those third world countries, they'll get you wasted, and then while you're asleep, they'll take one of your kidneys and sell it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, never, right. we never fell asleep. Careful with that, <laughs> yeah, eh? That's why they asleep. feed you so well, then. Yeah, yeah they, 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 they treat you. No, us he's got well. good kidneys. And I mean, I've, I've got, got good I've, I've got stories for days that I can tell you off air. Yeah, you know, but yeah, it, it was good. I'm glad you went. You know, Mexico is a great place to travel. I mean, there's a lot of fear right now. People talking about the cartels and stuff. But let me tell you. Uh, tourism is such an important part of their economy yeah. that they really try to keep the tourist areas, you know, right. as safe as possible it's, in a third world country. So you can go they, there and still have fun and get a good deal. If yeah. they didn't have any, uh, if they didn't have any tourists, the census would be really low, eh? Because they're all over here. Yeah. <laughs> I did, I, you know, while I was down there, I did have one little run in with the cartel. Really? That I'm writing about. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. On your blog. It's, 
not not in my blog, but just remember I told you I was writing up a little treatment right. about the about everything that happened down there. Uh-huh. So I'm kind of you know writing about that, and I'll eventually share that story too. Wow! Oh, right on. I bet you, I bet you, Jeff Johnson pretended he was a rapper to get out of that one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> performed a private show. <laughs> As long as you didn't do the twerk, eh? No, no. no. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Thanks so much for being here. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks the real, for having me. The real Jeff you, Johnson. Again, the first voice you ever heard when you tuned into Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, the voiceover guy. Great to be back, guys. Thanks but, for having me. If you want people to follow you, let them know where to follow you, man. Yeah, follow me on Twitter, at Real Jeff Johnson. Same thing on Instagram. Follow me, I'll follow back. <laughs> there it is. That's uh, it. All right, That's ladies it. and gentlemen, we'll be right back with Angel's Chill Lounge. Kick back and listen. you just have to go on faith yeah perhaps that beggar drives a fiat perhaps not you just have to go on faith don't let your head talk and others talk get to you and go from uh, and just go from the heart it's just an assumption you see because it may or may not be true you go from the heart. You see, think as the Eastern philosophers say. The monks, they believe that we must be in a process of emptying ourselves. Jesus Christ, when he uh, knew that he was on his last days, he served his disciples. These two were considered great people in their time. They were doing a process of giving, a process of emptying themselves. So, When you see that beggar, just go from the heart and have faith that as you empty yourself, you prepare yourself to receive. Chill. One love. That's another edition of Angel's Chill Lounge. Shoo! 
And that brings us to the end of another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel as we broadcast every Tuesday night from Theo Luis's Garage. I always get a little choked up on this party. Eh? <laughs> like the Donnie and Marie show back in the day, you know, when they do <laughs> the little jingle at the what end. Was of, it? What was it? I forgot what it was, but I get all it's choked up. It's time to say goodnight and all that stuff. Something like that. We'll see you you got choked up when we met Marie Osmond in, uh, in Vegas. You were I like did. a little baby. I was, and it was only a couple years ago. <laughs> I did. I did. I cried. Anyway, we want to thank <laughs> our guest, Daniel Bambata Marley, for being on our show again. He's going to be here in two weeks performing in Theo Luis's Garage. Tune in to Daniel Bambata Marley and, at TwinTalkCast.com. And make sure that you go to one of his shows every Sunday this month at the uh, Bootleg Hi-Fi in Silver Lake at 6 p.m. It's free, eh? If you want to check out his previous performance on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel where he jammed acoustic, go to TwinTalkCast.com, click Previous Podcast. You'll see it's called Bombata Jam and Foxy Free. Also want to thank our guest, the original first voice of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Ah. Real Jeff Johnson. Jeff, thanks, thanks for me. having me. It's thanks great for being to be here. here. You gotta, every time you I got to come, come in more. I don't, every time I come, I say I've got to come back more often. Just show up. Yeah. Just show up. And it's you can bring your here. Tupperware. Yeah. It's like Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Thanks very much. Right. And thank you again for all the voiceover work that you've done for us. No it's problem, awesome man. stuff. Happy, happy to do it, as always. Make sure that you guys tune in next week. Next week, we have, um, uh, what do you call them when they write plays? Playwrights. A, a, a playwright? We have two yep. playwrights the, uh, uh, from the, uh, the band of San Gabriel Indians. Awesome. It's a, they're going to talk about their play that's is uh, starting at the end of this month at the San Gabriel Mission Playhouse, an awesome story of a Native American Indian woman who held an uprising against the missions back in the day. Spoiler alert! You better stop. You're no, it that's away. that's the synopsis. No, it's okay. It's a good. It's that's not a good the spoiler. Tease. That's a synopsis. No, I'm just kidding. It was a good tease. Good, good promo. Hey, I'm pretty good at teasing. Also, me. next week we're gonna have. <laughs> well, it hasn't been confirmed yet, but Tressie Caps. Remember that controversial video of uh, the Tea Party lady telling those people uh, to take that flag down. She's a cool she chick. She got moated though, right? She's a cool chick. I know, I've seen the emails. She's, she's a nice lady, yeah, very I nice know, lady. She is, but she got um, moated on that one. I'll be honest with you, <laughs> I, um, she really wants to come on. I want her on is the show. Is she going to be so here? I hope she's here. That's what we're trying to work out. Oh, right on. Because she's from the Inland Empire, man. You know how that works. Oh, she could hit you right with me. Eh? All right, there you go. Yeah. I'll tell her. Don't, don't don't fly that Mexican flag, guy. <laughs> Anyways, thanks so much for listening. <laughs> Stay tuned tonight. Like we told you guys early, you're on a Tales from the Sunset Strip with Willie Bass, Ernie C. from Body Count. Here tonight. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Back with Tales from the Sunset Strip at 9.05. Good night, everyone. Shoo!